Hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome to your least favorite podcast. It's your host here, Shanze. On today's episode titled, or TikTok took over the internet, let's talk about it, uh, with your guest, Thafman. Did I pronounce that all right? Yeah, you're good. You're beautiful. Good. All right. Did you like my title? It's a great title, right? Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, so we're going to just get into the nitty gritty of it all. We're going to talk about you as a TikToker, or who are you? What are you? Do you want to call yourself that? Are you an influencer, internet personality? Let's get to know Thafman. Um, this is a question, right? Yes. I actually don't know. Um, some people that look up to me, they say others, they just like, like my content. Um, I would just say I'm an, I'm an open book online. Um, I do a plethora of things. Um, really don't have like a set niche if that makes any sense. All right. You're being too um, humble. Please brag. Let us know about you. Um, I wouldn't say I want to be a content creator, but hey. Navigating TikTok is super tough. Um, I kind of blew up on brown TikTok or desi TikTok, so that's where I'm at right now. Right. But um, yeah. I love open for new things. Beautiful. I love that you mentioned that actually because on a on a TikTok live you mentioned that you were kind of over with the brown TikTok and the whole South Asian, um, brown parents, immigrants kind of content and that you mentioned that you were going to create a new TikTok account, not get rid of the current one and then start creating content that you were more passionate about. I wanted to ask what happened to that um, and is that still going to happen and what is the content that you actually are aspiring to make? So... I actually did make a second account, and what happened with that was, I'll be honest, I got discouraged right off the bat. Like the first ten posts I made, I put like the four, like the first four, like full effort. I was editing, like creating new ideas, and then I was like, you know, I'm not getting the engagement. I'm getting the views, but I'm not really, you know, you know, you know how it feels, right? When you don't get any engagement when something you put your heart and soul into. Um, so I got discouraged with that, but. I'm like sort of navigating that back into my main account, hoping um, that like content blows up because I've noticed with my account is that random stuff blows up for me, like just super random stuff. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to even, it doesn't even have to be Bessie TikTok. Um, like for example, like my latest video is so random. I don't know where it fell into, like what niche, but it just happened to blow up and it wasn't even Bessie related. Got you. Okay. So let's talk about content and let's talk about this short form content and YouTube, how it's at least for the longest time now been more long term, about 10 minutes minimum, commentary style, vlogger style, and then versus Instagram, which is was primarily a photo based app, but now is also trying to branch out into what TikTok has succeeded in and all the other apps we've seen with YouTube shorts and et cetera. I wanted to ask you with how your relationship with social media has been and has it been a healthy one? Has it been um, one where you are creative and your internet relationships? Like, just talk to me through that, the pros and cons of each one and which one do you feel as though has given you the most success? I would say those um, for social media, there, like for anything, there's pros and cons to it. But for me, for the most part, other than time, I would say I've just been like, I've just seen a lot of pros. Um, just because um, there was a part of me, like not a part, there was a portion in my life, I would say a couple months back, I was not in a good place. And uh, social media definitely got me out of that. Um, and if it wasn't for that, I really don't know what I would be doing with my time. 
but again, there's cons to anything. Um, it really depends on where you fall into. But I just happen to fall into a good like motivational TikTok or like you know the lifestyle TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Like that sort of like brought me back. Got you. That's very interesting you mentioned that because for what I understand is that Instagram is usually or social media I guess you could say is the point where people just feel at their lowest and they're the constant comparison. You don't fall into that. You don't that's something that you've never struggled with or it's something you've struggled and overcame. Talk to me about that. I actually do like that question. Um so personally because I already knew that I just like how do I say it? I detached myself from like that uh, perception of social media. Yeah, there it is bad. Um, you know, you start comparing yourself to people, but I just saw everyone as all right. They're gonna motivate me to do something. So let's say if I watch someone for their lifestyle, I want to pick up on some of their habits and try to incorporate it into my life. Um, same when it comes to fashion TikTok, I would try to look at someone else's account, and yeah, they have a crap ton of followers. A great looking life online but i just took every small bits of like different creators and was like all right i'm gonna make my personality and just give my flavor to like this whole you know internet thing i see okay well we talked quite a bit you were focusing on you and i wanted to take that and then kind of speak on tiktok on a general sense um instead of focusing on just the content right now that you produce but I'm going to use this next question to try to transition from that to the more genetic-based questions surrounding the topic. Um, when I first uh, read about... Wait. Preferring... Right, okay, so right. Uh, when I first kind of reached out to you regarding this topic and re um, making an episode about it, you mentioned somewhere in the conversation that you really don't want to fall into the problematic um, view or lens in the public's eye. You don't want to use bad press in a way to achieve your success, um, which is a very, yeah, it's a very interesting, and I'm the same, of course, I don't want, do I see that bad press is, in a sense, good press because it's getting you somewhere? I see the philosophy in that, but I'm, I just can't, <laughs> I can't do that. It's just getting rid of a lot of morals and it's not you at the end of the day. But I wanted to ask, with this preference and this philosophy of yours, with TikTok, I see it... the audio. Okay, with... I'm so sorry. it's all good. It's all good. Don't worry about it. Um, with TikTok, I kind of see a clash of this because the nature of TikTok, as of now, kind of thrives off the bad press and the drama and the politics. Um, so what we see is that the most popular. Can you hear me all right? Okay. The most popular and successful individuals are individuals who find themselves in drama, whether it's them doing it or it's whether their followers, supporters try to cause some sort of tea between uh, a relationship they want to happen online, so on, so on. So all I want to ask you is, how do you plan to find success where the odds are against you and media and the glamour of, I guess you'll say, like the screen, I'm not sure how to describe it, but really just social media, all of that. How do you navigate that, I guess? Mm -hmm. So you to answer that, I would say bad press would be, I would say it's cutting the middleman or like having a shortcut into like blowing up 
in a sense. Or like not blowing up, but like you're really cutting out the like the hard work because you're just thriving off of like drama, right? Um, I've seen many accounts do that. Or they try and thrive off of other people's accounts. It's because like you know drama accounts? Yeah. yeah. Those blow up because yeah. they have I don't want to say anything bad, but like their only job is to like comment on drama and putting their two cents into it, mm-hmm. which really doesn't help in my opinion. Yeah. You're just stirring the pot even more. Yeah. Um, and for content creators, I do think some of them do that on purpose just to blow up. And then there's some who unfortunately make the wrong decisions online and they pay the price for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me personally, I wouldn't want to thrive off of bad press just because I see my image as like, it's like a canvas, right? I really want to keep my painting in the best like state as of right now um oh i'm so sorry all good um crap sorry i lost train of thought you but your really canvas want, you love my hard work to the talking um and just like organically grow i really don't want to have any shortcuts okay if you if you notice my account i really don't do any like meetups or um collab with anyone everything i've grown has been just solo mm-hmm. yeah the thing is, I have mutuals who, like, like God really blessed them. Like, they have, like, million-plus followers. But not once will I ask them, hey, can you, like, you know, shout me out, this and that. And they know who they are. And not once will I ask them, yo, come on, help me out. <laughs> I just don't see myself doing that. I really mm-hmm. want to grow on my own. Yeah, I love that. I wanted to ask you uh, about content and about what you produce with your supporters, fans, followers, whatever you call them, do you feel like you almost try to recreate the videos that go viral or do better than others? Do you try to recreate that in a sense, trying to find a solid fan base or some sorts? Uh, To an extent, yes. Um, Like, it would be guilty of me not to say I don't, you know, reintroduce the same concept of, like, Desi stuff into my own, like, videos. Like, we could all agree, like, our jokes are all the same, right? Um, which is why I want to step away from that content is because, like, branching out of that, like, niche is super hard because it almost feels like everything has already been said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's almost like, I also feel like when someone knows you are from a certain uh, nationality or some sorts, they put you into that content category. They're like, oh, no, 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 you can produce this and nothing else. Oh, you have a say about this? Interesting. No, no, no. You can speak on just like immigrant parents. That's fine. That, that's your subject matter. You can speak on that. And it's just like, I feel like even if I'm going to do that, there should be a new way to speak on that, a fresh way, a fresh take. But if I'm just going to reiterate what's been said, then what what are we doing this for? Like, it's just it feels like passive consumerism. Like we don't we're not enjoying what we're creating or consuming but it's almost just a means of passing time which is a bit of a depressing note but mm-hmm. yeah no i do agree yeah so let's really emphasize on the title and how tiktok took over the internet it truly doesn't matter whether you're on the app or not uh you'll see repost or re-uploads on instagram facebook of tiktok and before like shorts came onto youtube people would create youtube channels and try to gain views from there and then, of course, each platform decided to construct their own version of short-form content. We have Reels and so on. 
not only this, but we had YouTubers of all sorts reacting to quote-unquote weird TikToks or singing TikToks, so you could not escape it. Um, I don't really have a question for you, but I just wanted to see what you had to say on that. Do you, did you notice that and how the internet literally could not find any sort of entertainment? Um, no, I do agree. Um, like, I've noticed this, like, a couple of years back, I would say a year, um, like, during the whole COVID thing, it's just a bunch of reposts of TikToks. And I noticed it because my brothers, before they got on it, they would keep showing, uh, sharing the same TikTok that we've seen through Instagram. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's weird. I'm like, bro, just get on TikTok at this point. Yeah. Um, like the other, like a couple weeks back, I saw my mom watching a TikTok on Facebook. I was like, what? So yeah, TikTok's taking over. Um, largely due to the fact that their algorithm is really like, it's really good pushing out new content. Um, and you, like anyone could blow up. That's the thing about TikTok that I would say like attracts people is that it's short form um, and everyone has a shot and you have no idea which video is going to blow up. Mm -hmm. It's really interesting you mentioned like maybe your mom seeing something from TikTok on a different platform and they'll make fun of us for being on TikTok all the time and like, what is this TikTok? Why it's Bakovas, it's a waste of time. Um, but I wanted to kind of discuss with you and make a discourse on how we have boomers criticizing millennials and or Gen Y and Gen Y teasing Gen Zers and Gen Zers then picking, poking fun at how Gen Y are getting old and refuse to accept that they have been replaced on the internet. All I want to ask is how can we make it a shared community? Because the internet online space isn't just for one generation or one group or one. It's the amazing thing about this is that it's so diverse and I've met a bunch of individuals or groups of people via internet or social spaces online. So I just wanted to ask, how can we introduce technology and these social media platforms to not make it feel like they have to change? Because I saw a video recently on TikTok about how Gen Y feel like they have to conform to the way that Gen Z speak, the way that they make their entertainment, their editing style and so on. So is it just a matter of like maturity or what is it? What, do we just feel like making fun of each other is like the easiest form to feel good about ourselves to be honest i have no idea how to like how you like, solve that um just because there's some content i watch purely made by like 40 year olds or like late 30s and their editing is very different i'm talking about youtube at this point right um it's very different but i do think everyone has a fair shot at this medium you will find your audience if you're, if you're, you know, consistent with it. Like, for example, I watch this one YouTube vlogger, like she's from my community. And I just watch it just because we have the same, like, you know, like culture, we're the same, right? Mm -hmm. But her editing is super like East, like Eastern, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she only speaks in her language. Um, edits are very basic. We're not talking anything fancy. Um, but I watch it and I'm a, I'm a Gen Zer, right? So every like generation will find their, every generation will find their YouTuber that they look up to or something. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Okay. Well, you, you are American when you say Z. It's Gen Z, yeah. get it right. Get it right. I'm, in, I'm assuming you're Canadian? I'm Canadian. Uh, 
I'm from Toronto, the very overrated city, and you're from New York, which is also very, very overrated. Um, oh, come on. Do you, do you love it? I'm a love and hate relationship with New York. Like the other day, I swear to God, I saw someone defecating near my building. Yeah, yeah. that's New York. That's New York for yep. you. Oh, my God. And I, I swear, she, she definitely told me not to look. Even though I was going to my building, I was like, you're in my line of like vision like what do you mean yeah line of sight i mean yeah all right so i wanted to ask you what do you think makes tiktok so cringy outside of the app whether people are making tiktoks outside in public or simply seeing it on so other social media apps or discussing about tiktoks and people overhearing them I also mentioned this on my memes culture episode, how memes outside of the internet space are viewed, viewed as very cringy and just just uncomfy. For example, when teachers use memes in their presentations, it's kind of like, stay in your lane. Please don't use yeah. memes. You don't know how to do it. Uh, you're kind of ruining this for me. So wait, is it just a matter of like young people are easy to make fun of? Or was it something about how... TikTok before it was what it is today was musically and that was definitely something that was not all the hype and just the lip syncing of it. Honestly, I would start like it all started with the whole dancing thing of like TikTok. I would say that's when things started becoming cringe. But now look at them. Those dancers like TikTok dancers are huge. Yeah. Um so I would say to an extent you have to be cringe if you want to see some sort of like success mm -hmm. um but a lot of people don't want to mention like like you know uh how do you say it like they don't want to admit to that yeah but you kind of have to be different in the public eye if you want to stand out of course and now we're getting into more sensitive territory speaking on tiktok i don't want to speak divide this in a total what's the pros, what's the cons of TikTok? Because I feel like that's been the discussion of every video I've watched on YouTube and they've done it much better in their docu-commentary style videos. I won't be able to wrap that up into this episode. But I wanted to speak on the censor board issues and youth really being wanting to be the change and putting change into their own hands. But we're also on this app, which we know is from china and the creators of whoever in china and we've seen what they're doing in those camps and we've seen what's been happening to individuals on tiktok with some individuals being allowed to create whatever content and some individuals being kidnapped and never to be found these are censor board issues that are somehow north america are letting fly by and continuously just say that okay we need to make sure the chinese um need to stop this, put this to an end. I just, I'm not sure how I want to form my question, but I guess I'm just trying to say, if we're youth that have those morals, how are we the same youth that are also on the app or consuming videos from the app? Do you feel like we can simultaneously do that? Can we make videos on the app saying how this is horrible? Or is that just irony in itself? Did I throw a big one at you? That was a big one. Um, I'll, okay, I'll try to take a dig at it. I would say I do see like the issue with having a Chinese-based app in America, and the fact that most of our youth are so consumed to it. We're we're consumed to our phone. Let's be real. All right. Um, like the other day, I checked my uh, like hours I spent on TikTok. I think I spent close to four or five hours. Right. Um, which is not good. All right. I really want to cut that back. 
but if you think about it like in the like i don't know conspiracy way um some say are the chinese really doing this for you know total domination like you know how you know how cyber war happens like you don't attack the people you attack their youth and you sort of control them in a sense could this be a way of controlling us i don't know um because if you have people like me who recognize the issue of, of like spending so much time online then you could say they failed but not a lot of people are like me um so in sense they spend more time online compared to me and you um i don't know like it's a big question it's fine i don't expect you to have this answer because it is a very i mean this isn't something that can be solved within an answer and if, if that was the case it would have been already done but i thought it would be an interesting point and just views to share on the subject matter um more on dark dark notes uh mental health or mental well-being i feel like can't exist in the fast-paced short-form content i feel like with a whole serotonin uh hit and wanting to consume more content i feel like we're not able to have that self-control. I know for myself that I know when I want short form content and when I just want to shut off my brain and not think, I'll go to TikTok. I'll just open the app and I'll scroll and scroll. And then when I start to feel very iffy and sucky and just like down, I'll try to close the app. But my more conscious and active entertainment relies on YouTube or movies, I would say. TikTok is a very like, close your brain, shut it off, don't think, and just look at what, what's in front of you on your screen. I, I, I truly do not think that any of the mental health gurus or so on on TikTok that are saying like, oh, this is what you need to do. I feel like that's just um, them trying to make bank uh, on our mental health or lack of. But uh, what are your points or views on that? No, I do agree with you. Um, there's a lot of these like, tiktok gurus where they preach a lot about self-help or like mental health um to an extent yeah it's good but most of it is regurgitated um but they bank off our you know our mental health um i don't know it's weird because i slowly want to get into like that niche i don't know because because i myself suffered from like depression i would say from like March up until end of June, right? Like I was in a really bad place. Um, and there's like certain things that I've done that really helped me, but I didn't make a video on it, but I do want to. Um, but then you could say I'm the same old, you know, quote unquote, you know, self-help guru. Like he's just trying to make money off of us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Right. But I do, I do feel like they come in a good, like, they come from a good heart, yeah. like putting out content like that. But I don't know. Most of it's fluff. Um, right. After all, like they will like they will say a lot of stuff just to, you know, come off as like oh he cares. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can. I would say it's our. We should do our due diligence and just like recognize the fluff. Right. Yeah. You can do. You can definitely do that content. I'll support you. Still, just don't do any of those like mental health classes and i'm your i'm oh, supporting yeah. you not do that oh, no. and i am with you um i guess those are all my questions and we can just talk about any points one thing i did want to ask you is um 
what was one of your biggest triumphs, I guess? One of them I think I saw was, uh, what, J Jogia, what's his name? He commented on your... Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's so crazy. Um, but you also it. reached, like, a, what, 1K fault, 10K fault TikTok? I don't know. Yeah, I jumped. I went from, I, I think I, I was at 5K before I blew up, and then overnight, I just, like, opened up my app, and next thing you know, I'm at, like, I'm maxing out. Like, every two seconds, I'm, like, gaining, like, 30 new followers. Wow. Um, was it from a video, like, or do you not know? It was that um, Arabian night trend. I just smiled. Oh. Like, I was replying back to a comment. Like, again, I filmed it at 2 a.m. Just for, like, ju I just wanted to engage with my, like, audience and just make, like, a, a quick, cute video of me smiling. Out of all the videos, that blows up. Wow. And I would say, and take this not harshly from me, that was probably one of your laziest videos. But a good one at yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It really is, yeah, it really is the content that you don't expect to blow up, blows up, and the one that you put all your blood, sweat, and tears in to just barely get 10 views, maybe. I can speak to that because of my podcast episodes, and I'll just be like, wow, I spent months scripting that, <laughs> but I guess you guys don't care, but um, yeah. Do you have any other points yeah, you want to add? No, like you mentioned it, I was actually texting one of, like, one of my mutuals, and I was telling them, like, they call they call me quote unquote thirst shopper, and I just found that super offensive because like if you go through my account and just scroll like once, you're gonna see like a whole different side of me, not thirst shopping. I'm like, it's not my fault. I'm not banking off the fact that I'm putting effort into something else, mm -hmm. right? Like at one point I was uploading vlogs, I didn't do anything, um, and a part of me I was like, you know, what's the point? You know what I mean? Yeah. What is the point of making all this? Like, I remember I was, like, mentally plan uh, planning shots. And, um, yeah. I got really discouraged. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to try a different thing. And I was doing that. And next thing you know, this blew up. Wow. Um, I want to ask you, do you see yourself... I mean, what what direction are you taking this in? Are you going to continue TikTok? Or are you going to hop onto YouTube? Or are you going to upload short-form content there? Or, I mean, I viewed that you have quite a bit of vlogs, I believe, on YouTube. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I think I, think I have, like, a total of, like... I think I have, like, double digits. I think I have, like, 10. Okay. Right? Or maybe, like, close to 10. Um, so that's the more intimate side of me. Like, you see, you actually, like, you're a part of my life at this point. Um, but where am I going to take this? Um, to be honest, I have no idea. Uh, college is starting in a couple of days. I had a really bad semester with the whole anxiety, depression thing. I messed up in college and, um, I really want to like, you know, take a step back. Like social media came at me really fast. I got caught up in the moment. I enjoyed the, the short, like the fulfillment of it. Um, it was the first time I was getting praised, right? Which... Let's be real. Us brown kids, we don't get that much praise like that. Everything's mediocre for our parents, right? Um, so when you see comments of like people actually looking up to you, uh, people are like asking, oh, what are you putting in your hair? Or, bro, you'll put me on to what you eat, this and that. Um, like, and you know, it really like brings up my day. Oh my God, I really wish you could see this. Show me, show me, flip the camera. Someone like butt naked. Oh my God, don't flip the camera. Yeah. See, that's New York. That is New York City. Yeah. 
If you ever get lost, you don't know where you are, you see something like that, you know. You know yeah. where you are. Um, Alright. Yeah, I definitely, I want to keep doing TikTok, but I won't make it, like the, like, I dedicate a lot of hours to TikTok. If it wasn't uploading, it was planning. And if it wasn't planning, it was networking. I've made a lot of great networks um, just from DMing, um, actually getting to other DMs of like other creators who are bigger than me. I just wanted to be in their circle. Mm -hmm. But I learned my lesson. Um, I was moving too fast. I get that totally. Um, kind of you. It's kind of like whiplash when you're you're going at so fast and it just it hits you. Um, you realize the, your surroundings and it's not where you actually want to be because you didn't get to walk all those experiences. Instead, it's like handed to you. So it's a little harder to digest because you're not able to apply the, I guess, experiences because you don't have any. You kind of just like were given this um, platform and then you were like, okay, entertain us. All right. <laughs> How? So I get that no, pressure. I do want to give a shout out. Um, sorry for cutting you off. One YouTuber that I DM'd, I would say, um, around like towards May, uh, his name is Nicholas Che. Um, he, he really blew up on like college YouTube. Like if you Google him, I'm sure you, like you'll recognize him because he was a Ivy League student that recorded his like, his finals and stuff. And I would say, yeah, he was huge for me because he gave me a shot. He gave me, um, he invited me back to his place taught me everything about cameras and he i was like his go-to filmer um but i completely blew with him i let him down hard um because again i was moving too fast right i thought i wanted it did i really want it i wasn't ready for it i see i get that yeah no it just goes to show that like the success of that we want on tiktok which is the instant fame the instant uh, serotonin isn't really worth it because it's not going to last we know that but also it's not going to i feel like it's all been said before i feel like i'm going to be saying white noise or sound like a broken record but it, it honestly it just like it doesn't last so unless you take that success and then transform it into something like a business of some sorts or create merch that's something that's sustainable but other than just being a pretty face on tiktok i just don't know how far that's going to get you um i think i've said quite a bit I know your phone's gonna die, my laptop here is gonna die, but um, real quick, I just wanted to ask you, uh, what is it that you're pursuing in post-secondary? Oh, like career-wise? Yeah. So because I'm already in like social media, um, I've explored different avenues, like in careers. Like I've done a finance internship, I hated finance. Um, I hated computer science. I did like a year and a half of that. Um, so those two things I'm disappointing my parents in. Um, not an engineer at all. Um, I suck in math. So where do I go? So I'm doing marketing at the moment, right? Um, long term, I do want to work in social media, like as a con not a content creator, but probably a manager. Um, manage another company's work. Um, what else? But if I can make this my career, I would definitely work for myself, okay. and possibly like you know making a community or like a, a little company of some sort. Great. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Thafman. This was the episode of how TikTok took over the internet. Let's talk about it. And definitely give your give your TikTok or your Instagram so people can follow. Oh, thank you for having me, Shanze. I really appreciate it. Um, you guys can find me on TikTok, 9to5Tommen. 
um, Instagram user Tommen. And yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. All right now. Bye, love.